स्पाइस रेडियो रेडियो रूम जिम सुन रहे हैं गप शप का प्रोग्राम है और मेरे साथ इस समय द वन एंड ओनली अनीचा डालाकोटी हैं और माया हैं आज के इस कार्यक्रम में वो सभी बातें जो आज आपकी नज़रों में अटकेंगी खटकेंगी और दिल में समाएंगी अरे हाय उन सबको लेकर हम हाजिर हैं ये बताते हुए कि बाहर का मौसम खुशनुमा है और कल से इतनी धूप होने वाली है इतनी ज़्यादा धूप होने वाली है कि हमें अपनी ए ऑन करनी पड़ेगी एसी है आपके घर में हमारी सब जगह एसी है अच्छा I mean, हो। status quo remains and when you take something out of the system mm. uh, then there could be more violence there could be within the prisons so i think they choose the lesser of the evil i mean not that i'm condoning or justifying this in any yeah, way yeah. but i think it, the 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 atmosphere within these prisons are you know they're all every little thing has a is a part of a, yeah no yeah. no it's a part of a wheel that runs smoothly so if you if you have a like they'll do a drug bust and they'll take it all away so that's what they must have done but they also know when it's coming back and slowly and then they use that as you know a tool mm. to maintain peace and order mm. 
It's interesting because this prison was actually opened in 1966 as a drug dependency treatment facility for male federal inmates. Wow. Yeah. So hmm. now for it to have like, you know, people... Infested with drugs. Yeah, exactly. When this was supposed to be like a rehab center, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if... I don't think it's a rehab center anymore. I think it's just um, like a jail now. Hmm. But it's just... It's very interesting to see how it changed and how it w- didn't work almost, right? Hmm. Yeah, so that's the one that was pretty shocking to me that I read this morning. And another one I want to talk about. Yes. Are pilots going on strike? Pilots? Pilots, yes. The plane pilots? Of commercial flights? So WestJet pilots specifically are going to go on strike. And I have a flight to go on in a month with WestJet. Uh, I did not get a requisition for that. Right? Yeah, I did not. You did not get a requisition? Yeah, a request from her to go on holiday. (laughs) I sent you an email. Aha, I see. It's news to me that you're going away and you're taking WestJet and WestJet is going to be on strike. So I'm probably not even going then. <laughs> Looks like it. So um, WestJet, wasn't WestJet one of the uh, airlines that uh, was owned by their employees? I'm not sure. Yeah, WestJet came about as an airline that was owned by the employees. Oh. And they all owned WestJet. Interesting. And so for them to... Right. Well, but, but again, no, but WestJet has been having problems, right? So... Mm-hmm. No, so but originally it started as a, as a company that was owned by its own employees. And now it isn't? No. Like, well, why would you, um, why would you have a uh, strike. strike against your own self? Yeah. Mm. They just want higher pay like and... Like Czech TV hmm. is owned by people who work there. Interesting. Yes. Chuck Television is the only television in Canada. Oh, that's pretty cool. In fact, I, I subscribe to that. I'm going to do that with one of my companies. Yes. I'll have it employee-owned. Wow. Yeah. That's a very good idea. Yeah. And, and is your telephone going to be switched off? Or yes, Because we're live off. on air now? Absolutely. I see. Thank you so very <laughs> much. <laughs> Ms. Darakoti. Yes, ma'am. we don't keep drum roll for Drum roll उनके लिए होता है जो आते हैं और अपना फोन ऑफ कर देते हैं। आते ही ऑफ हो गया था। हाँ जी, थैंक यू सो मच। I see. So आज के इस कार्यक्रम में last time when you were here, Anita, you talked about something called FHSA, First Home Savings Account. People were very interested in it, but did not understand how it works. Right, right. उसके बारे में मैं आपसे सवाल पूछना चाहती हूँ। I haven't asked you the question yet. So I'm just going to take a short commercial break, take a sip of water and ask you also to drink something so that we can then start the program, ne? Thank you. Sounds amazing. Doesn't it? Mm. F-H-S-A. It took me a long time to even learn the abbreviation (laughs) of that. (laughs) We'll take a short break and we'll be right back. Spice Radio, Radio Rim Jim Sindriya. आज हमारे स्टूडियोज में अनीता डालाकुटियाई हैं जो कि एप्पल इंश्योरेंस के साथ, डालाकुटी फाइनेंशियल के साथ, or uh, insurance vagara ke saath taluk rakhti hain. Last time when she was here, we talked about first time home buyers ke liye ek proposal sarkar ne tayar kiya hai, federal sarkar ne, jiske tahat aap paise bacha sakte hain aur us pe aap tax nahi dena aapko aur wo paise aap apne ghar ke liye kharch kar sakte hain and never have to pay tax on it. Right. Right? Which which I thought was very exciting that you it can... It is. It's like 
it is like rrsps but better than rrsps fantastic but it's that's why they've limited it to $40000 and that's where the the government sort of gets my negative points no but you know they have to do it what i like about fhsa mm. is like you know people like you and me we have our home mm. right but they still allow us to save this fhsa mm. anyone over the age of 18 between 18 and 17 79 you can buy it oh i still have couple of years then maybe you don't no no It's sorry not. 69 Okay. Yeah. So what the thing I have is, no you, you can't do it. You can't I do it. I cannot even be looking at it. Right. Why so, am I even talking about it? No, but so no. The cool thing about this is yes. that if you do it, yes. if you're below uh, 70 years of age, right? You know, you remember your RSP has to be rift at yes. 71. That's right. So they've done it the same way. And, you know, who's going to buy their first home at 69? But this is sort of a dual purpose um, um savings for everybody uh, you might be surprised to know that there are many people that buy their very first home at Quite a late. late age you're probably right actually you especially know? in places yeah. like vancouver mm. uh, you know you save you save and then you buy so that you don't while you're young you can probably move right and you know you can stay in tenants that's as a right. tenant but yes. you know you really don't want to be pushed out of your home when you're older so, so that's a good point this this particular uh, project that the government has started um it is uh, i would like to say and i was thinking about it anita that it sort of almost forces the younger people who are motivated to save money and to yeah because everybody right now who's young um you know while you're single you can push it off you can you know but the moment you get married and you plan to have a family you you can't stay wherever you are mm. if, unless you are already staying in a luxury place you need you need a home of your own right so it and that's that's the situation right now all the youngsters who are uh, buying houses and they're not that young either they're like you know between 30 to 40 mm. um because people are getting married later having kids later mm. so they this is a great tool for them to start saving now because you can only contribute 8000 max each year so it'll take right. you 5 years to get to the 40000 limit mm. in those years if if by now you've also saved up enough money in your uh RRSP you know each person can take out $35,000 from their RRSP up to 35,000 yeah up to right. so I'm giving you the max levels right. and then if if it's if it's 5 years of this FHSA then they can take out 40,000 from here that's 75,000 if it's a couple it's 150,000 now you're talking a basic real down payment right, right. if it's a 10% Mm, you've got $150,000 that mm. you can put as down that that makes sense mm. otherwise you know everything here is you, you can't even get a condo mm. a, a, a two bedroom condo for uh, less than 500 anymore that's right 500,000 right yes. so what it does is it allows you to start saving and it's giving you a tax break so the biggest incentive is that if you really need a house you're also getting a tax break Did I ask you this question last time probably not if that money like in TFSA when you put the money in that is money after taxes and whatever interest that you make on it it's also tax free in this particular case in FHSA if you put the money in there for a house can you uh, uh, get interest on that money and can you put it in um in mutual funds etc so that it grows yeah yeah that's why so 
the FHSA, like the TFSA, you can put it anywhere, right? Achha. You can put it in a, you can save it in a account and mm. nothing happens and it doesn't mm. grow like just a simple savings account. You can put it in a GIC. These days, GICs are giving higher interest rates. Mm. Uh, you can put it in a mutual fund. Okay. You can also buy stocks and shares out of it. Yeah. Uh, and then you can even go for further riskier investments like, um, you know, mortgage, mortgage-backed oh, funds. I see. So you see, there are different categories of risk as measured in the industry, hmm. right? So they basically start off with GIC, safest. Hmm. You'll get guaranteed to get your money back as long as it's below 250000 Then you have, um, you know, um, mutual funds. Then you have um, stocks and shares. Then you have other investments that are basically, um, for example, um, you can do an OM um, agreement with someone who's investing in something, right? Hmm. And... These sort of investments, shares you can buy and sell. So even if it's not a good time, you actually have control over selling it because there's a market to buy those shares. Mm. So if I want to sell my Apple shares, I just go onto my uh, trading account and I say sell 50,000 shares, mm. right? And basically there is someone who's at the other end who's going to buy those shares. Whereas uh, OM products which are, you know, they don't have a market. It's like a private person. So say I want to build a building complex like mm. a, you know, 20 apartments and I float an OM product. I have to go through, um, you know, there, there's a process to do that. But then I come, Shishma, do you want to invest in it? I can give you a return of like, you know, 12%. Now what happens is I can, or 15%, I can, in fact, how, how badly I need mm. the money to start this building project. Mm. And so, but there's not necessarily a person. So say after a year, the building is not completed. You want your money back. Mm. I can't give it to you mm -mm. necessarily because I may not have somebody else to sell those shares mm -hmm. to, right? Mm -hmm. So these are illiquid. So I you can see. even do your, like, um, I'll give you an example. I am a member of the Blue Show Financial. Yes. Right. And I was doing research and Blue Show Financial is, is like you said, it's owned by the people as well, right? Mm. Like all credit unions. Yeah, credit unions are owned right? by people. By the members. people who hold them. Yeah. So I was looking at the Blue Show shares, um, you know, what shares you can buy. And there's mm. these class C shares, mm. which are, again, they are, you, there's only a certain amount maximum that you can buy. Mm. But I was doing the research. And if I want to sell them, I can't e easily sell them. Mm. I have to wait for to get permission from Blue Shore. I have to float mm. it. It's, it's not a liqui liquid asset. Mm. But I found that they were giving 5% dividends every quarter. Wow. Can you imagine? That's beautiful. 20%. Mm. So this is a very well-kept secret <laughs> that mm. I discovered. So you can even put your money in these places. You see how much money you'll, it'll grow? Right. Right? Now the question so comes money out. Makes how do you, money. Money makes money. Mm. How do you take it out? Mm. So you have to be in liquid mm. assets because when a house comes around, your dream house, it's not going to wait for you to get permission yes. and all that. That's right. So there are, you know, you can have... Um, the simplest ones are your own stocks and shares you can invest in. You can f invest in mutual funds or banks, uh, GICs, or even savings, high interest savings accounts. The returns is based on the risk. If the right. risk is low, the return is low. If the risk is higher, the return is higher. Right. Right. Then you also have people who invest. They're not mutual funds. They're, they're different. They're like mortgage-backed funds. Right. right. So if, for example, there is a, a company that is floating, they, they, they lend money. Hmm. Right. So they lend money. And if you are unable to pay, they only lend when you have a 
asset attached to it. Okay. Right? So if I give them my house as a collateral, mm. and my house is worth $3 million, mm. they might lend me $2 million. Achha. Right? And I have to pay the interest every month and principal or whatever, however they want it. And in the event I can't ever pay, mm. I miss a payment or I don't, you know, I'm unable to pay, then they can take my house, sell it, and recover their money. Recover their money. And okay. give me back my whatever is mine. Right? So those are riskier assets. Mm -hmm. The best assets for FHSA is probably mutual funds. If you know how to do stocks and shares, then you do it. Uh, or even GICs from banks. Right. Or anywhere else, like even I sell GICs, right? Right. Financial advisors have, they will also get it from the bank. So you can basically, the key thing about G, uh, FHSA is that everyone between the age of 18 and 79 can purchase as of April 1st. The other key thing to remember is maximum is 8,000. Mm -hmm. So if you purchase 8,000, you will get a tax break of 8,000. Mm. And what you mentioned right in the beginning of the program, you can purchase 8,000 FHSA, then you can purchase your RRSP, 8,000. Mm. The RRSP eventually will get taxed. Mm. The FHSA, if you take it out for a qualified investment, which is buying a home, mm. then it is um, tax-free. You take it out, you don't have to pay it back. No. And once when I am, I've lived in that house for a long time and I sell the house, do I still have to pay that money back to the government? No, you don't. Yeah. It's, it's done. That, it's gone. It, it's, it's beautiful. But I you can open another FHSA. Yeah. And start again if you're below 70, uh, 69. Right. I got to figure that one out. Um, so then what happens is that the key thing about this is that $40,000, if you never buy a house, so say I, I get into an uh, FHSA and I never buy another house, uh, you know, I don't sell, do anything, I can transfer my 40000 into my RRSP. Okay. Right? And still not Because, pay. yeah, the, the okay. FHSA will self-destruct. Yes. Um, uh, after that time frame. And then mm. I can transfer. No, not still not pay taxes. Then as soon as it goes into the RRSP, it becomes an RRSP. Hmm. So it adopts the features of an RRSP. So when you pull it out, you will pay taxes. Hmm. Only when you pull it out and you are under a certain amount, then you pay taxes. So you don't have to pay taxes up to, for a single person. I mean, I know you're not a tax expert, but yes. you do do tax. Well, I, I, you I are in a way tax. Yeah. yeah. So how much, how much money do you have to make not to pay a cent to the government? <laughs> Not to pay a single cent to the government? Yes. Well, I think it's below the tax exemption. I don't know exactly how much, but about $12,000, 12, $12, Okay, say, for that. example, if you only make $12,000 in your old age pension and all that, mm -hmm. and, um, and, and probably less than that, $900, then you can start taking your money out of your RRSPs. Exactly. But, but uh, yeah, and then you won't be paying... Taxes on that. Well, the thing is... I am only for not paying any taxes. But that is then buy life insurance and, you know, take it out. Well, even then. then TFS is the only thing. And TFS your first time home. And your, first, your primary residence. So your primary residence, when you sell it, you won't pay any taxes. Mm. As long as you never used to rent it, never use it as an office. Otherwise, they mm. will take away some... They will give you some taxes, right? Mm. So, but that's one. And the tax-free savings account, you won't pay. And okay. anything under the life insurance umbrella. Yes. So life insurance, yes. but that's a death benefit. If you take out money from your life insurance policy while you're alive, there is still tax to be paid on the growth. My but a God. small amount. 
So, oh. but but you know, it's it's also another savings tool. It's it's there are different degrees of taxes. I, Income tax is the worst. I I liked when you were talking about life insurance. How people can save money by buying life insurance, and even while you're alive, you can use that money. Exactly, you can use that as yeah. well. Okay, maybe one day if someone wants to ask some questions, we will answer those. But today we are talking about FHSA. If you have any questions, give us a call at 604-280-1200 and 604-299-8863 are our telephone numbers. Oh, there's, yeah. Yeah, there Perfect. is. Go ahead, say it. Okay, after the commercial break? All right. Absolutely. स्पाइस रेडियो रेडियो रंगजुम सुन का प्रोग्राम है अनीठा डालकोटी आज हमारे साथ हैं और आम, हमारा टेलीफोन नंबर 604-280-1200 या 604-299-8863 सो द गवर्नमेंट ऑफ कनाडा इज ट्राइंग टू हेल्प पीपल सेव मनी सेव मनी फॉर देयर हाउस बिकॉज नाउ इट्स अ बिग इशू दैट अफोर्डेबिलिटी Uh, for example if you haven't owned mm. a home for the uh, for four years prior to opening your fhsa okay. you will qualify to open an fhsa okay right so if uh, you know it could be any home it doesn't matter condominium mobile so if you haven't owned a home in which you've lived if you've owned investment properties it doesn't qualify as first home buyer's plan because there are people who have investment properties but are still renting or staying with you know relatives or friends most a lot of kids stay with their parents, parents yes right yes so they will all qualify hmm. for 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 that now so if you haven't owned a primary residence of your own for 4 years you can open an fhsa then you know you can take the money out for the fhsa but if you don't for some reason the life of an fhsa is 15 years okay right so then within you, 15 years that money has yeah. got to be used to buy a, a, a property for yourself yeah or if you turn 71 right okay right so uh, now it's open like i i can't find anywhere but since it's only a life of 15 years but you could be a, a 25 year 20 year old who buys a place when they are 30 they've mm. used their fhsa then for whatever reason they don't have another home and they want to buy a home for 4 years they haven't had a home they can open another fhsa because ah, they're still okay. within that 18 to 71 years of age right right limit okay right but again this will they will flush all of these things out um and in when time. does this come in effect it actually was in effect as of april 1st but april try 1st. getting it done somewhere yeah. like there people are you know i've i've had people wanting to open an fhsa uh-huh. so i spoke to fidelity they have it but then the dealers don't have it yet so I they ha- they're doing a work around because the government suddenly announced it yes. so the financial institutions aren't even ready with all the paperwork so does this have anything to do with cra by any chance Yeah yeah it's all CRA. So then then uh, obviously it's slow because they are on strike. Oh. <laughs> no CRA doesn't do it. It's like the banks and the financial institutions will actually create the But forms. It will go through that department and that department not to on... open not to open. Okay. I I don't think to open that we have to I go see. through that department. Okay. Just just thought I'll check. Hmm. Hmm. Okay so 
in other words, yeah, it it started in the beginning of this month, but April first. But yeah, yeah, but but in the next few months, people will have access to it. And you know, the good thing is that now. Normally, if these things came out uh, later in the year, then you miss the whole year. Yes, right. So you've got yes. like a good eight months to figure out whether you want to invest, how you can invest, do you qualify, do you not? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So um, yeah, having said that, then I I would like to give you a little more information on life insurance. We haven't spoken about life insurance in quite a while. Yes. Can we do that? Absolutely. Hmm. So th- the thing is that. Um, Life insurance, there are two kinds, hmm. right? One is term life insurance, which is pure risk management. Yes. It is very affordable. You can get a large sum of money right, for a small amount of premiums. Okay. Right? Like an average 30-year-old could get over over 500000 probably for, you know, $25 a month. Right. right? And that is not onerous, but it is, it is great for covering big debts. And the biggest debt that one can have is their home mm-hmm. mortgage, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, and it is also ideal for young couples who have a child, right, who's dependent on them. Yes. So you buy, like, if something happens to you, then your spouse is left with one income if they're working or no in some cases where, you know, uh, one of the uh, spouses doesn't work and the other is the primary breadwinner. Mm -hmm. So the primary breadwinner should always be insured and you can take out a million dollars and pay a a reasonable amount of money every, uh, especially if you're young, every month. And just to ensure that for the next 20 years or 30 years, you know, you if in case something happens to you, your family is taken care of. Taken care the of. kids are taken care of or you pay off your biggest debt, which is your home. So nobody mm-hmm. can kick you out of the house. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that is the simplest form of insurance. Now, when you uh, buy your first house and I want uh, our um, listeners to know this that the banks also offer insurance. Yes. There is a difference between the insurance that the bank is offering and difference between the insurance that you are offering. Yes. The difference is that, um, you know, those policies that the bank offers to protect your mortgage is a mortgage insurance, and it is solely to take care of your mortgage. And so when you buy a, uh, when you buy a house and say your mortgage is $1 million, mm. Right. You start off with that and you are, say, 31 years old. Mm. Right. So you have a mortgage. There's a price they give you. Mm. And if something happens during that first year, then the whole mortgage is paid off mm. and uh, you don't have to worry about it. But usually that's not what happens. You ha- you hold the mortgage uh, and each year you hold that mortgage. One is your mortgage is reducing, mm. but the cost is increasing mm. because you're getting a year older. Ah. Right? Yes. So you don't notice it? Yes. Because first your mortgage was 1 million, now it's 900, but you're yes. paying the same premium. Yes. So or you're paying so, a little more maybe. So who's right? benefiting? The bank is benefiting. Yeah. And when a person passes away, the mortgage insurance is paid to the bank. Hmm. So yes, a big deal is taken off your shoulders. Hmm. But what if you had a mortgage at 1% and you would rather invest that money and get 10%, hmm. right? Then your beneficiary has that choice. You can mm. use it for anything in a in a in a in a term life insurance that is not linked to your mortgage. Right. You can get the money and pay off your mortgage, That's so you right. have more choice. Yes. Right. Okay. So you have more choice to determine what is going to be paid. It is cheaper because the insurance is based on age, and you book that age. So say you were thirty-one, you book that age for the rest of the term. Okay. Whereas, remember, in a mortgage insurance, every year they will recalculate the the, the the figure. 
Then lastly, we don't always get our mortgage from the same institution. Mm -hmm. Today you're dealing with TD Bank and comes up from your mortgage comes up for renewal and maybe, uh, you know, um, CIBC is offering a big discount and giving a lower premium. You would want to move there. So if you get a bank mortgage insurance, there is a portability issue because the moment your mortgage is over, that insurance is over. Mm. Now it's five years later. Most of us get a mortgage fixed for five years. Now you move to CIBC because they're giving you a better rate because right. it makes better deal, right? Now suddenly you become uninsurable because you... It's possible, you know, you put on weight, you've got diabetes or something like that happens to you. Now you can't even get insured. Isn't that So had you yeah. in the first instance bought your own term life insurance, that is guaranteed for whatever term you bought it, 20 yeah. years or 30 years. Yeah. You can keep switching from one bank to another yeah. and you know you're always covered. And it's, it does not affect it at all. It does not affect it. And you can still use the better benefits of all the other banks that or lending institutions offer you. Mm -hmm. Whereas... In a, in a mortgage that the, the bank that is offering the mortgage gives you insurance, um, these are the three features that you will probably lose. So it's not advantageous to take a bank mortgage. It is very necessary to insure your mortgage. For sure. But not necessarily with the bank. The other advantage of um, the difference between a term policy and difference between a life Permanent, uh, policy. permanent policy. So term policy and permanent policy. Yes. I'm going to take a very short commercial break and come back. And let's just discuss that very quickly while we are talking about insurance. Spice Radio or Radio Rimjim Sunrayaap. Gap Shab Kap program hai. Anita Dalakuti hamare saath hai. And we were talking about insurance. Aap insurance kis liye kharitte hai taaki aap peace of mind ke liye insurance kharitte hai. Aur insurance aap apni zindagi par jab insurance lete hai. तो आप अपने परिवार के लिए इंश्योरेंस खरीदते हैं ताकि अगर आप खुदा ना खासा जल्दी चले जाते हैं तो उनकी देखभाल के लिए कोई ना कोई है इंश्योरेंस है एंड वी वी डिस्कस द डिफरेंस बिटवीन इंश्योरेंस टेकन फ्रॉम अ बैंक ऑन योर मॉर्गेज एंड इंश्योरेंस टेकन फ्रॉम ए प्राइवेट इंश्योरेंस कंपनी फ्रॉम एन इंश्योरेंस कंपनी डायरेक्ट एज अ टर्म लाइफ इंश्योरेंस सो इट्स इट्स अ टर्म इंश्योरेंस और uh, bank issued mortgage insurance, right? Okay. So now, difference between a mortgage insurance and a life insurance? No. Well, yeah, there's a difference. Term insurance. Yeah, well, I've explained the difference between yes. the bank issued mortgage insurance right. and a term life insurance. Okay. So the term life insurance is exactly what I said. You know, you could you take a large sum, uh, a large amount of insurance for yes. a small amount of money. Hmm. It has no cash value. No. But if you were to pass away during that term. Say you took a 30-year term, mm. your beneficiary will get the full amount. Say you mm. insured yourself for $1 million, mm. right? Mm. You get the full amount. And it's the most cost-efficient. Of course, we don't want anybody to pass away no. during that time. No. But in the, in the event it does happen, then this is the perfect mortgage, uh, perfect insurance. Mm. It's also good for, you know, when you have tiny babies and you worry about them, what's going to happen to them if something happened to us? Mm. We met with an accident. It could mm. happen to one parent. It could happen to both parents. They then are the beneficiaries of a million dollars. And a million dollars can get investment income. You invest it, you can easily make $50,000 a year. Yeah. I, you know, rule of thumb, look at it, $1 million, $50,000 of income. Right. right, right. So you can always have that, and that's a guarantee. Whoever's going to look after your kids will have that money to bring them up with. So this is for particular issues. Now there is permanent insurance, which is more for 
um, two things, estate planning, right? That will last because when you take a term insurance for 30 years, yes. when those 30 years are over, the cost is so much mm. that you will not be able to afford it. Remember I said you can get a half a million dollar policy uh, for a 30-year-old, say, 25 bucks. Right. So 30-year-old, they become 60. Now it's no longer 25. Mm. The insurance will still be there if you want it, mm. right? But most people will cancel it mm. because from 25, it'll jump to, I'm just giving a figure, but it'll jump to about 2,500 a month. Right. So obviously you're not going to pay that, no, right? No, of course not. And the needs would not be the same as well. So it is advisable for everyone to look into a small, uh, for an average person making a modest living, to look into a small permanent policy. Okay. Now, so permanent policy has some advantages and some disadvantages? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I would equate it like this. Uh, term policy is like renting a house. Okay. And a permanent policy is like owning a house. Oh, wow. Buying That's a, a huge house. difference. Yeah. So what is the difference? Even in a, these days, we really don't own our house. The bank owns our house, right? They yes. give us a mortgage and we mm. make the payments. But in a rent, uh, it can only go up. Your, ten your landlord is not going to make the rent go down. Yes. And the moment you stop paying the rent, you don't have a roof over your head. That's true. Right? Yes. Whereas while when you buy a house, you take out a mortgage and you're paying the bank slowly back. Five years after that, if you can't make a mortgage payment and you need to sell the house, at least if the value of the property has risen, you have had some asset growth. Yes. And you can sell the house, mm. pay off the mortgage, and still be ahead. Mm. Right? Mm. So it has a cash value. Mm -hmm. So the same thing, a term life insurance, as long as you pay for it, you have it. Yes. The moment you stop paying for it, you don't have it. Mm. And the likelihood that you will continue paying for a 30-year or a 20-year mortgage for the next renewal term is right. very low. Mm -hmm. Because the difference is very high, right? Yeah. So you buy a permanent insurance. A permanent insurance, basically, as I said, it's like buying a house. So you every year pay your premiums and the value within that policy keeps increasing slowly, slowly, slowly. Mm. Right. So it depends. Now, in permanent insurance, there are different kinds of insurance for different things, for different people to suit your different needs. For example, there's a permanent insurance where you say, okay, I want to buy $500,000. That's it. I have no interest in seeing it grow. Hmm. I'm satisfied with $500,000. Right. So the insurance company will take your age, your health, and say, okay, $500,000 costs this much based right. on your age. The premiums will never increase. Hmm. You can choose to pay it uh, every year till the right. year you pass away. Right. Or you can choose to pay it for a shorter term. So if you say, I want, before I retire, I want to pay off my insurance premiums. So say you want to retire in 20 years, so you can take a 20-year pay. Right. Now what happens is, so say you are, you are 50 years old and you want to take a 20-year uh, pay. Mm. By 70, so let's take it back to 65. You, you are 35, mm. or 45 years old. Mm. 65, you're going to retire, mm. right? So you say, okay, in 20 years when I'm retiring, I don't want to pay anymore. Hmm. So you buy a permanent policy for $500,000 and you say, I only want to pay for 20 years. Right. And that can be arranged. Right. Except the 20-year payments will obviously be higher than if you choose to pay for a lifetime. Ah, I see. Right? Because now, because they know, the insurance company knows that they need to collect this much money from you. But if they're collecting it up front, you will pay less 
but a higher monthly amount hmm. or a, a higher yearly amount. Hmm. So what they, because they're taking money up front from you, they give you a discount. So you will right. pay much lower than having to pay all, uh, you know, for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. But it suits some people, it doesn't. Yes. So that's a straight, uh, you know, permanent insurance. Right. Now you say, well, you know, I'm 25. I buy a $500,000 policy. Right. By the time I'm 85 or 90, when I'm actually going to die, well, 500000 is not going to be worth 500000 right? Yes. I've got like, I don't know, 75 years more to live. Yeah. So you want to see your policy grow mm. so that it keeps up with inflation. Mm -hmm. So the value, the buying power of that five hundred is maintained. You can buy a participating life policy. Participating life policy. Okay. So remember the previous one, you have no control. You go to the insurance company. They say, okay, 500000 you pay us 300 bucks every month for the rest of your life or you pay us 500 bucks every month for 20 years, right? You you know exactly what it is. There's no right. smoking. In a participating life policy, they basically take a lot of money up front. You can again choose to pay for 20 years or 10 years or you can choose to pay for the rest of your life. Right. Right? And it's the same philosophy. If you choose a shorter term, the monthly or annual premiums will be higher. Hmm. But you do get a discount, right. a big discount, mm -hmm. right? Now, what happens with the extra money they're taking in? Here, they are going to let you participate in the profits of that company's pool. So if you buy oh. Sun Life Insurance, mm. you know, Sun Life gets money from all over. Yes. And insurance companies are very profitable. So they will let you participate in whatever investment they're going to put your premiums into. Oh, wow. So they then know roughly how much returns are going to be. You're going to participate in those returns. And so you can, there are many options you have, but the option we, uh, so, <coughs> sorry, ask people to go for hmm. is to uh, buy additional insurance. Okay. Um, while Anita is clearing her throat and drinking a glass of water. Uh, okay. How are you feeling now? It went to the wrong side. Yeah. No, I think there's something stuck in there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you... Let me just take a short <clears throat> break, and mm -hmm. then we'll be right back. Sure. Right. We're back. Perfect. So what they do with the extra money mm. is the, we use that money to buy additional insurance. Mm -hmm. So you started the policy with 500000 mm. Every year it starts increasing. The death benefit increases. Okay. Because they know that they're going to make money right. and they issue dividends to you every year. Right. You use those dividends to buy additional paid-up insurance. Okay. So the original 500000 say you chose a 20-year pay. It'll right. take 20 years to pay that up. Mm. But any of the additional that we're adding is already paid up. Ah. So, so you will see it grow slowly, 500 and 10000 Right. But that 10000 is already completely paid up. Oh, wow. Right? Okay. You're still paying for the 500. Yes. And so slowly it keeps increasing. After, if you chose a 20-year pay, after 20 years, you will find that there is more that money than what you put in hmm. into the portion of the policy that you can take money out of. Okay. And your death benefit has increased accordingly. Right. If you are, if it's a good, if you, you know, if you bought it at the right age, when by the time you take it to, you know, what people live to what, 85, 90, 95 now? Hmm. Your five hundred thousand dollar policy has become a two, three, four million dollar policy. Wow! Right? Wow. It's taken yeah. care of inflation and, you know, the value, the buying power of that amount of money. So that is a participating life policy. 
nobody explains insurance uh, the way we talk on air, right? right? Because why do you think people do not explain all this? I mean, if they were explained properly like the way you're doing, majority of the people would go with the products Life that you're talking it. about. Well, you? I think it, it's two-way street. One, sometimes people don't understand and they feel conscious of asking their uh, uh, advisor. They, they feel, ki, oh, do I look like a buddhu? Huh? Huh? But no, you cannot because this is something we study, we learn and it keeps changing, you know, yeah. and also from each company. These insurance companies don't make it easy. Mm. Each of them have different features. So mm. you wonder, oh, why should I go with manual life? Why not mm. sun life? Mm. Or why should I go with sun life? Not There are small, intricate differences because you'll find, oh, manual life person will say, the agent will say, oh, uh, you know, it's cheaper to go by manual life. Mm. There is no such thing. Let me assure everybody, there's mm. no such thing as cheaper. Mm. The benefits vary in different areas. Right. So if you buy a participating life from manual life or you buy from sun life or you buy from Canada life, remember that the information on which they base their premiums is the same. It right. is the Canadian statistics. How many people are going to die? How right. many are going to live? Yeah. How many 20-year-olds are going to die? How many 80-year-olds are going to die? Yeah. So what they do to differentiate from each other so that people, agents can say, oh, you know, this is better. It's cheaper. It isn't cheaper. <laughs> it's just that in some you will find the policy has, the growth of the policy is much faster in the beginning years. Right. And in some it's in the latter years. Mm. So what you have to identify is what is your need are you buying the policy for the latter year growths? Is right. it an estate planning policy? Right. Then you choose the company where they have a product that is going to grow exponentially in the latter years. Right. If you are doing it for business, then you buy another product or another company's product that will grow in the earlier years. So you put in money and you know in 10 years, I'm going to buy another business. Mm. I need this much money there. Mm. So you have the uh, company own the policy. It's accumulated a certain amount of money, which you know, because we can extrapolate roughly how much it will. And then, you know, you take that money out and now you have you can buy money for, in another business. Mm. And, you know, so those are the things that people need to understand. Mm. So it is most people don't want to understand the details because they get lost in it. And they uh, so so if you sit with an advisor on a dinner table and go through all of this, by the end of it, you will get confused because they have to present Two, three things to you. Yeah. By the time they present the second, you've lost the first one. The first, or you've mixed up the benefits <laughs> of the two. Right? But I think next time when you come to the program, what I would like to do is I would I would have a set of questions prepared for you. And they will be false and yes and no. Oh, and you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a myth or is that a... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good idea. That would, you know, and people can come up and ask their own myths and... Uh, Truths and what is it? Yeah. What, what are they called? What is that word? Yeah. Something is it a like myth that. or something? Yeah, 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 sure. We could do that. So I haven't finished though. But we our time is over. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> there's also a universal life policy, which is a permanent policy. I so see. So permanent, universal, and participating. Oh, okay. I didn't know about the universal. Universal life is between the two. It's ah. it's 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 not a permanent a and it's not a participating. But All it right. is there. It's a very it useful there. policy. But, um, you know, I'll talk about maybe, it next time. Maybe I will ask you questions on that as well. Perfect. Anita, if people wanted to talk to you personally, what number should we give out? 778-998-998-8324. And if anybody wants the telephone number, uh, Savya has the number, you can call us. 
at the studio and she'd be able to give you the telephone number. With that, we come to the end of our show. You were mentioning that your knees were hurting when you were coming up the stairs. Yes. I want you to listen to tomorrow's program because we're going to be talking to Dr. Arno Smith from 2.30 to 3 o'clock. Okay. And Dr. Arno Smith is going to be talking about how to take care of your knees and what happens, when should you be talking to a doctor, how fast can you recover, and what are the pitfalls. Right. We don't want a knee surgery. No, we don't want knee surgery, no. Okay. Um, stay tuned for the Drive Home Grind with DJ Flight and Maya right here on Spice Radio and your requests with Nutan on Radio Ramchip.